Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. As the year comes to a close, our staff is writing about our favorite sports moments of 2019. Jason Concepcion explains the year in 10 pieces of pop culture, and we break down the last 10 years of the Marvel Universe. Also, ahead of the new Star Wars movie coming out next week, the staff's discussing Baby Yoda, Rise of Skywalker romances, and what the Resistance will do if they win. You can check this all out on TheRinger.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Julia Littman, and today I'm joined by someone I've been ferociously emailing for approximately two years, Miss <laughs> um, Becca Kufrin. Hi, Becca. Hi, how are you? Great. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Sure. I think I started emailing you about a year ago, and like every like two months would just like re-pop up in your inbox. Well, and here's the thing. I have so many different email accounts that I try, and I've gotten better, I will say. Um, you I, always respond. Very impressed. I try to every now and again, but sometimes like... I'll have some that just get buried and then I'll be like, oh, I forgot this account that I have to go check. So yeah, but we're here. <laughs> you we made to it. set up email forwarding. So all of your emails go to the same place. I know. So like it just gets funneled essentially. I know. I, I need, well, and I just keep saying like, especially when the Bachelor Live on Stage Tour is happening, I'm like, I should just get somebody to yeah. go through all of that for me while, I mean, and I keep joking like, Garrett, I'll hire you, <laughs> but I don't want to pay you. So maybe, maybe um, that'll come. You the occasion for you here right now actually is because of the Bachelor Live tour, which is yes. starting in February. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought it up. Sixty cities or sixty shows? Sixty six. Sixty six shows yes. across how many months? Uh we start mid February and go through May. Oh my God. So you're on the road for a solid three months, basically. Mm-hmm. We have a break in the middle. Oh, okay. So we have a two week break where I think I'll probably just sleep the entire time. You and Ben sharing a tour bus? What's the plan there? No. Um, <laughs> as much as I love Ben, no. Um, we will have a couple tour buses. So okay. we'll both have our own space, which is nice because uh, him and I are kind of alike where we love to be around people and to interact, but we also need our alone time to sure. just zen out. And I'm regroup. a major alone time person as yeah, well. Yeah, and I love to read. So And Ben actually said the same thing when we first started talking about it. He's like, I'm going to be so excited to do this, but at the end of each show, I'm going to want to just go on my bus and read and go to bed and like thank god that you said that did he try to get you to read bob goff yet no but he has told me about him but no not surprised what do you like to read i also love to read uh well lately i've been into mystery thrillers but i think i was actually just thinking of my favorite books this morning one is have you heard of the night circus yes i have i haven't read it though okay so that's number one um there's also a series called the first book is called the diviners Mm. it's by libba bray and um, her third either. one, it didn't just come out. The third one has been out, I don't know, for how long. I still have to read that one, but it's kind of spooky. Okay. It's really good, though. Okay. I yeah. recently, um, I host another podcast called Jam Session. Okay. We cover, like, celebrity culture. Yeah. And I've recently gotten into celebrity memoirs. And let me tell you, very fun. What ones are you reading? I just read uh, Jane Fonda, My Life So Far. Okay. That'd be a good one. I think it'll be good for when you're on the tour bus because okay. it's, like, a combination of, like, old Hollywood. Mm-hmm about, like, her political activism and, like, just being, like, a public woman. It's really interesting. Like, she talks about, like, how she was bulimic. She talks about all of her husbands. She talks about the, like, extravagant parties she threw. And then she's, like, her father was super famous, too. So she's, like, been in Hollywood around, like, the most famous people her whole life. she was little, yeah. And it's, like, it's it's awesome. Okay. I'm always looking for a good book. Yeah, that that one's really good. Okay. I always find it interesting when Bachelor people mention 
that they like to read because that's the only thing you can do when you're mm-hmm. on the show, right? Did yeah. you read while you were either the lead or on, on RE season? On RE season, yes, just because we had more downtime. Um, so the two things I tried to do when I was losing my mind was <laughs> to read or journal. On my season, I journaled. I tried to journal every day. It gets hard because you film for so long. Right. Um, so I didn't read as much. I tried, but— Also, you— I don't I don't like to read when tired. Like I like to like read when I'm like focused and awake. Yeah. And I imagine like you get back to your hotel room at like one in the morning, you're probably just well, zonked. Sometimes it's like four in the morning and then you wake up at six oh or God. seven. And so like yeah. I you would just pass out. I would try like every flight, because we would have long flights. Mm-hmm. I would try to read for like the first 30 minutes. Wow. But then of course as we take off. Like, and the rocking motion and the sound of the plane. I'm just, like, <laughs> snoring away. You sound very disciplined that you were able to, like, have those goals for yourself. Try, well, you have to stay semi-sane because it's just craziness for a couple months. So what was the most of your entire Bachelor Nation experience, Bachelor, Bachelorette, appearing in paradise, everything? What's mm-hmm. been the most, like, crazy-making moment for you? Crazy-making moment? Um, I mean— one of the craziest, like, shocking moments. Well, two. I would say, like, when my ex showed up in Peru. Oh, God. That was crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah. It should not have happened. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, the breakup. Right. Because, again, I didn't expect it. Um, those two, like, were the sad, very weird, like, anxiety-ridden moments. Yeah. But crazy, like, good, I would say, was, of course, like, the engagement with Garrett. But then— like the part at like the week that we spent together after that when we were just engaged in the Maldives, but no cameras were around where it was literally like everyone left and it was just us. You were like, okay, now I get to know you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just such a special, like very like I don't want to say magical because that sounds sure. so cliche, but it well, was. Okay. Like it was just it's also you're in the Maldives. Yeah, exactly. Like so we could just swim and snorkel together, but it was just like us finally being us. Like without having to talk about anything or it was just so chill and perfect. The Maldives is just a, seems like an absolute dream. I mean, it was. (laughs) I I really want to go. About a year ago, Blake was on this show and Mm -hmm. he was like, the Maldives is the worst place I've ever been. I had to leave immediately. (laughs) I was like, it would be horrible to have the Maldives ruined for you because of a breakup. And it's such a romantic (laughs) place. Yeah. Like everyone there is on their honeymoon or celebrating an anniversary. And so it's like, and you're obviously stuck on this tiny island in the middle of nowhere. Like you just have bikes to get around and they import all the food. And so it's like, if you were in a bad headspace, I can totally see why he he needed to get yeah. get away from I that, would be like, hand me a bottle of wine and put me on the nearest flight. Next flight, yeah. yeah. I got to go. But the thing with it is, is you can't just get on a flight. You have to take a boat to another island to another island and then fly on a little plane to get to uh, like the capital of the Maldives to fly out anywhere. So it's such a hassle. It seems really rough. Yeah. I, I really want to go there. But for you, it sounds like it was amazing. I would recommend it. Honestly, even if you just needed time alone to sure. like just read. be you, to read or to swim and just like chill, mm-hmm. it's so worth it. I would highly recommend it, but the flight there sucks. It's like it's be really ready far, right? for like 40 hours. Where are the layovers? Like, how do you even get there? So we came from Thailand because that's where oh, right. we were filming before. Getting back, I think I flew, well, once I got out of the Maldives, all the islands, we flew to Abu Dhabi. Mm. And then from there, I think to like Chicago, oh, and then I had to go to Las Vegas. It's it's just a lot. I think my mom Rough. and family, when they came, they flew 
I think through like it's probably like, Shanghai or something. It's like probably like London know. to Hong Kong too or whatever. Yeah, or like it's that. a lot of flights. That's it's long. That's completely crazy. But I, I'd love to go one day. It's, it seems excellent. Yeah. You mentioned the breakup. Did you ever watch that back? Um, not like by myself. Hell no. Um, <laughs> the only- I, I can't imagine having to watch any of my own breakups, let alone yeah. like a, a painful phone call. So but I, it was probably, I'm actually do, in, doing a countdown of the 38 most dramatic seasons ever mm-hmm. starting, you know, with the first bachelor through, right. up through Hannah season. And I mean, it's definitely one of the most memorable moments of the show, partially because of how they broke format, but also right. just the emotion of it. And I have to say, from the moment I watch it, you just, I thought you quitted yourself incredibly well and were so composed. And I can't imagine being like that. But then I also can't imagine being you and having them be on TV and having it be like a national conversation. Yeah. Well, so the first time I ever saw it was during After the Final Rose with Chris Harrison. And so that in itself, like I was sitting in front of this crowd, which that was the first time I had ever done that. Like, Jesus. I was in front of the crowd with Chris Harrison on live TV. So they were like, you can't swear. Um, So it was like, (laughs) that's right. In that moment, I was so nervous just to be on that stage that, like, watching it, it's like I couldn't really fully process it Mm because, like, I knew what went down, but it was, it was weird. Um, I was just so nervous. But, like, when the breakup actually happened, again, like, I was so shocked that I literally did not know what to say. And, like, after watching it back then, it's like I had so many questions, so many things that I wanted to say or ask, but I just like, my brain was just like, I feel like I kind of shut down and I was like this, like, you know, when you feel like you're in a dream and you're like, there's no way this is happening right now, but it is. It's like, it took me a while, a few days after that to like process it all. Sure. Um, That even seems fast. I wouldn't be surprised if it took like months. Well, it did, it did take longer, but like the initial like situation, Mm -hmm. I was like, did that just happen? Right. And unfortunately, I had to stay in L.A. after that. So I had to stay in that same house for three days. Why? Um, Just for, like, interviews and stuff? Interviews. I mean, I didn't want to go back home just because, like— First of all, it was in the winter. I was it was say, cold and I was depressing say January in Minnesota. In Minnesota, or yeah. in a like effectively haunted house in LA. Yeah. It is a hard choice. Yeah. So I stayed there. <laughs> Luckily, um, some of the the producers who I got really close with stayed with me. Oh, that's um, nice. Like one of the girls was by my side constantly, which was really nice. And like she was the one to kind of get me out of my funk and to take me hiking and to just go sit outside in the sun and uh, like watch movies and cry together. Um, so. That, yeah, watching it back now, like, it's like, I wish I would have said this or I wish I would have asked that. Like, there's so many things that I didn't get answers to. And at this point, it's like, I never will and I don't care. Yeah. I don't care to. Um, You've clearly moved on. Yeah. 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 I'm so lucky that I have care. But um, (laughs) yeah, it's just, it's weird. It's like, I understand why they filmed it in the way that they did and, and showed it, like, with that raw footage. And ultimately, like, I'm not going to lie, it helped me to become the Bachelor, Bachelorette. So I also think it was, in some ways, when you watch a reality show, you have to be aware of the editing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, everyone says that you are who you are on camera, then they can just choose to show pieces, but you are who you are, right? But as the viewer, when you're given 
two screens, like, mm-hmm. do you choose to watch Ari or do you choose to watch Becca? Yeah. You kind of, like, get to choose a side, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool, and I think pretty much 95% of humans chose your side. <laughs> because because it's 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 just sort of like you can't look at two things at once. So it's yeah. just sort of like you get to choose your own cut, mm-hmm. you know? Right. I, and it was kind of cool that it wasn't edited for, like, dramatic effect in yeah. any way because yeah. it, it, got, it allowed us to see how you handled it and how mm-hmm. he handled it. And it was, like, a really significant moment in the history of the show, let alone— right. To actual people's lives, yeah. which I think gets lost. But right. I mean, I, I can't imagine watching it, but it was really, I thought it actually was not only helpful for The Bachelorette, but mm-hmm. like just showed everyone like how you handle it, which was honestly astonishing. I mean, mm-hmm. it was so impressive. <laughs> well, thank so, you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I uh, I watch it back now and I'm like, damn it, Becca, like you should have asked this or said this. But at the end of the day, like that's how it was in that moment. Like yeah. I literally was sobbing in the bathroom. I said, get out. A thousand and two times, like it's it's how it went down. It was just why a did really he leave? Weird, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. And she told me to leave. And here's my thing: like I, when I get overwhelmed and anxious, like I need my own time to process things. Like I, I didn't just like want to sit there. He wasn't saying anything, so I didn't want him to sit there and like try to awkwardly comfort me if he's not going to give me anything that I need at that yeah. point. So it's like I needed my space. Like I needed my alone time, and I didn't get that for a while. Yeah. Um, and and it's funny because like again I kind of uh, feel like I blacked out a little bit so it's like it wasn't until watching did. it back that I heard like oh my god I said get out how many times like I didn't even realize that um like there's one moment that I really remember when all that was happening is there was like this long dark string in the hallway going into the bedroom and. I left it there for three days because it was like the only thing I could focus on when I was so mad and sad. I was like, effing string. And so I left it there the entire time just like fuel my Where, where did it come from? I don't know. Was it just like yarn? That's it was like on the from ground. my suitcase or something. I don't know. That's um, really funny. Yeah, but like in that moment, I just remember like walking down the hallway all the time, like seeing that being like, oh, I'm so pissed. But yeah, it was a very strange time. I can't imagine going through that. I mean, I, I wouldn't have the courage to go on reality TV to begin with. So I, you I can't. would, no, I think. No, 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 definitely not. I don't think so. Well, you know what's interesting like with the show is people say that, but it's so like— when you're living in the mansion, like in that life, and you don't see things for months, it's like in the in the moments, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem as crazy and dramatic. Like it, you're just going about your day, like yeah. you know, with some cool girls. And then it's not until you see it back, where of course, like they add in the music and the drama and yeah. bits from all everyone saying stuff that it seems more like in, not enhanced, but just like more. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. They like they put it together in a compelling way. I mean, that's right. why the show has been on for mm-hmm. almost 39 seasons. But when you're living it, you're like dwindling your thumbs like, okay, how many more times can we <laughs> lay by the pool and make smoothies? Yeah. And so, yeah. Who, who are you still friends with from being on Ari's season? I still talk to Caroline and Tia quite a bit. Um, I think those two are like are my main girls mm-hmm. that I, I talk to quite often. Um, I still stay in touch with Kendall. I've actually Going seen Going strong her. with Grocery Store Joe. I know. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, so I've seen her at a few events. Great just, job by you getting rid of him so early so he could become a cult <laughs> favorite. Favorite. I just wanted Kendall to swoop him up, you know. Um, but and then Becca, I'll still. I haven't actually seen her in a while. But pregnant we'll st- number two. She's pregnant, I know. And um, she moved closer to you. Didn't she's she? down closer to us, and she actually comes down that way to Carlsbad. Some of her other friends live there. So we. I was actually just messaging her like two or three days ago, planning to hopefully get together soon because cool. I want to see little Ruth and feel that <laughs> belly. Um, very cute baby. Very, very cute. Also, it seems like they're— 
per her Instagram, her home like renovation it looks amazing. Beautiful. Yeah, it looks it's really nice. Yeah. And also she seems like she made a lot of cool like sustainable choices mm-hmm. and yeah. whatnot. That's so her, which like I love her. She has such a cool vibe and aesthetic. Like even on the show, like her style, I was always like, can you dress me? Can you help me? She really also owns who she is, which mm-hmm. I think weirdly you probably can tell I've been like going back and watching Old Bachelor because I've been doing, I'm like, I've been thinking about like all the best seasons. Yeah. But she really owns who she is, which mm-hmm. often makes for a villain on the show. Right. But like in real life, you're just like, well, you're actually a cool person yeah. who's confident enough to be herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, gosh, I just love her. Like since day, since night one, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this girl. Yeah. She, she um, came on this pod a couple times too, and she was really great. But yeah. before her whole life changed and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she, she seemed awesome. She also, I mean, I just love someone who will just dish it out and like mm-hmm. will like get down into it. So yeah. I really enjoyed that. Were you at Chris and Crystal's wedding in Mexico over the summer? Yes. What did you think about not allowing the entire Paradise cast to attend the wedding, but allowing them to be at the ceremony? No reception, but ceremony only. I'm honestly not surprised. (laughs) I'm I'm not surprised. I knew, like, going into it, I knew that they were going to be filming in the middle of a season. So I was like, they're going to make it dramatic. They're going to do something. Pull something. To, yeah. So I I wasn't shocked by that, honestly. Um, I mean, if I was the cast member that had to stay back, uh, I'd, of be course, pissed. be pissed. But of course, it's no also one like, should be surprised by that, right. that that happened. I know. It, of course, it's like, not only do you not get to go to a fun party, but it was like, I'm sure at that point, you're sick of everyone around you. So mm-hmm. the like the specter of being around new people probably was like amazing. And, yeah. and then they weren't allowed, which yeah. really, really sucks. Had to go back to, <laughs> yeah. to the bungalow. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. I mean, it was nice to not, be filming. So it's like, I went, Tia was my date because both of our, she was still with her boyfriend at that time and Garrett couldn't make it. So we were with each other and we could kind of just sit back and grab a cocktail and watch everything go on. And it was so weird. It was just, it didn't feel like a wedding, which unfortunately I think it took away from Chris and Crystal, which uh, their ceremony was beautiful, but everything else I think kind of put a damper on things. But it, it was nice to not have to be Mic'd up. It was nice not have to to have to talk about certain situations and the drama going down. So like T and I had a great time. Like <laughs> we were taking shots at the bar. We were talking to all of the Free producers and like yeah, exactly. So we had a good time. Um, I don't think everyone else could sure. say the same. But yeah, a lot of drama came out of that. All the Connor stuff. And yeah. so did you? Wa- have you watched? Did you watch Colton season? Did you watch Paradise? Did you watch Hannah? I did watch Colton season. Um. I did watch most of Paradise. I missed some parts here and there just because we were traveling. And then I did watch Hannah's season. Yes. She's a great bachelorette. I loved her. Honestly, um, I think it was a really unique season, even though it didn't end for her like I'm sure she hoped. I think it was really cool to see her. Like, I feel like she came into her own. Oh, yeah. I feel like by the end of it, which, and I didn't expect her not to because I felt the same way after my season. I'm sure all of the past contestants felt just like more of who they are and how strong they are and they felt empowered. Um, So that was, I think, something great for like girls across the country to see. Yeah. Of like her standing her ground, her not taking anyone's BS, like her just being her, which I think was a really cool season. When she moved the table. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I loved that, that awesome. moment. Yeah. I was like, and it's so interesting because for me, like, again, like I kind of shut down when I'm like 
in these stressful situations. And for her to just like be a boss woman and be like, uh-uh, I'm going to move my own furniture. Yeah. I'm going to do this and that. I, I was like watching it with my wine and I was like, yes, girl. Yeah, yes. I know. She she said like what she wanted and yeah. what she needed, which was cool. I think mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, it's hard to yeah. do that all the time. Well, and for her at that point with Luke, I mean, like how many times can you like over a period of time say the same things. Yeah. Like, she had her breaking point with him. And so, yeah, I mean, I loved that moment. I know. It was it was a, a really good season. What is it like, now that especially that you're living in California, what is it like sort of being thrust into this new, like, world of both celebrities and friends after you're on the show? Because it seems like, you know, it's pretty much a game changer. You can have a, you can pivot your career. You There's so many new opportunities. Right. What's it like entering that world after the show, which is like a whirlwind, I assume, of like oh, yeah. being a contestant and mm-hmm. then the breakup and then becoming the bachelorette and then all the press. Like, what's it like after that? It was, I'm not going to lie, it was crazy. I, um, it was after all was said and done, like after my season finished airing, It was probably one of the hardest times, I would say, even though, like you said, all these cool things are happening and all these exciting endeavors are occurring and we're getting invited to all these places. Like, that was—I'm so grateful for that, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to play that part down. But it was so vastly different from anything that I was used to or that Garrett was used to that it was really hard. It was—like, there were times um, when—like, I didn't even want to go in public— Especially I being bet. back in Minnesota, just because, I mean, like in LA, it's different because it's like having like people who are well known here is such a common thing. Where back home, it wasn't. So I was, I had like very bad anxiety for a while. Like there were days where I just like wanted to hole up. Like I didn't want to go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, it's kind of died down, which has been really nice. That's good. Which I knew it would. You know, like as as the show goes on and as there's new leads and contestants, I knew that it would get easier, which it has. Um, I'm just really lucky to have Garrett because he um, he didn't let it change him at all. Like he, It seems like he also isn't particularly interested in like the fame for the fame. It yeah. seems like it's something you guys share. And obviously, if you can make money, go for it. Yeah. But doesn't he doesn't strike me as someone who went on the show because he was like, now and now I'll be famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he went. I mean, he had never watched the show before, so he went in blind. How did he end up on it? His sister-in-law kind of pushed him. Oh, interesting. Um, so she, oh, yeah, he, he mentioned that when, yeah, in his intro package. Yeah, so she had watched it for a while. And, um, you know, like he was married in the past and went through a bad divorce. And so had—he was single for a couple of years. And she finally was like, you should just do this. Like, yeah. you're at a point where you're so adventurous. Like, you don't love your career right now. Like, because he was in medical sales and he was good at it and liked it. But it wasn't, like, his passion. Sure. Um, so she's like, just do it. And so he was like, yeah, you're right. He almost backed out, I think, last minute. He And Becky, our sister-in-law, was like, no, you have to. So <laughs> thank God for her to push him. But, um, yeah, he's, like, the least person to want fame. Like, he just I, is— I can't even think of any interviews he's done off the top of my head. He doesn't want to. He yeah. says no to so many things, which, like, I'm so proud of him for just knowing what he wants and who he is and standing by that. I mean, of course, like, we'll still do some stuff. Sure. Um, but it seems he, like he, when he does it, he does it with you. Yeah, yeah. But he's just so, like— Salt of the earth. He loves to just be outdoors and he loves to hunt and fish and go mountain biking and just stay true to like 
what he's always mm. done. And that's something that I think has helped me too. And that's like, and that's really how my mom raised me. She didn't want me to go on the show in the first place. So she's like, don't change. Like, Sounds don't. like a proper mom. If she's worried yeah. about it. Like, yeah. good for her. <laughs> yeah, she did not want me to do it. Um, And that's like, and Garrett's the same. Like, he's just like, I'm going to be who I am. Like, why do I have to change for anyone? Why do I have to like do this or do that or say this or like post whatever just to appease people? And so that's helped me kind of just stay level and grounded and still like be us sure. how I think we should be and that that's comfortable for us. So that's, I mean, he's been the best person to be by my side. That's awesome. And as you're talking, I'm so distracted by your ring. <laughs> I think it's the largest Neil Lane ring I've seen. Is, that, uh, is know, that the one you got from the show? This is the one I got from the show, yeah. Um, do they have to resize it or like at the beginning, do they take your ring size? How does that work? No, so it's massive. He, <laughs> I think, just made it extra big because he they didn't get my ring size before. So when Garrett proposed to me, I wore it. Like, they take it away after. Do they until, insure it? Do you insure it? They did for the couple months, like, while they, because well, I can't keep ownership. it until the finale. Right. Um, so it was insured. I got it insured. ASAP when I got it but it was so big and so like the week we were together after the engagement they let me keep it um, until I flew back to the States it's really stunning and I love the band in particular it's, it's really um, nice but I'm like shocked <laughs> by how big it is and I've seen a bunch of them well I think Rachel's is bigger because hers is like the big she has one shaped. bigger yeah she, yeah it's she just has, like the one giant beautiful diamond I feel like you've got more diamonds going on although she also has her uh, marriage band now which she I has feel. two marriage bands yeah, they, they're really nice yeah, the whole she, it all looks really good together yeah. well she couldn't decide on one so she got two <laughs> so uh, yeah um, I, I just thank you what happened to the ring uh, that you got on The Bachelor did you give that back yeah so actually like during the breakup I gave it back to him when we were sitting there Oh, yeah, that was on TV, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you put, uh, yeah. On, put on the table, I think. Yeah, I was, like, looking down at it, and I was like, well, I don't want to wear this. Like, why Why would I keep <laughs> Seriously, this? Seriously, I mean, messed up. I didn't want a pity diamond, so um, I think, I, I don't think he, I think the show has it. I don't think Ari took it. I mean, there's no but, way he could just have it. I no, mean, no. I don't I don't see that happening. Yeah, someone else That should go back does. to Neil. Although, yeah. it's, like, cursed. I feel like that house, the ring, it's all haunted. Well, I will get rid say of there is a uh, ring graveyard. Oh, that is there? They, they get to keep um, all locked away hidden from all of the scorned rings. That's absolutely yeah. hilarious. What are they going to do with them? I don't know. They should auction them off for charity. Well, that's what I've said. That's really funny. Know. I've never heard that before. That's like at the Ben and Jerry's factory. I don't know if we've been there in Vermont, but when they retire flavors of ice cream, they have a um, an ice cream flavors graveyard, and it's Do like they really? here lies Chunky Monkey. Yeah, it's really <gasps> it's really funny. Well, I want to. Where is this? It's in Waterbury, Vermont, at the Ben and Jerry's factory. I highly recommend it. Okay, I'm going to see if we're going to Vermont on the tour. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I can take a day trip, or there. yeah, it's like near Boston. You could just yeah. go for the day. So the tour. Back to the tour. Great segue, Becca. You're a natural <laughs> host. Um, what's the show? going to be like? Are you allowed to say yet? Do you know oh, yet? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so we've actually been going through rehearsals. Okay. I'm so excited. It's going to be such a fun show, and I think people, you know, will still message me and be like, how is this going to work? What is this going to be? It's going to be like a condensed version of what you see on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, okay. in a two-hour show. So it's, it's going to be, hence the name, live on stage. <laughs> We're going to have one Bachelor, 10 local contestants from each city. Oh my God. Um, so we're still picking out our people for each city. People can still apply and nominate someone. Um, but it's going to be, like I said, a condensed version of the show. So we're going to have row ceremonies. We're going to have group date challenges. We're going to have fantasy suites and hometowns, all with our own special spin on things. So it's kind of like the dating game or like 
like an old, it's almost like an old school dating TV show. Yeah, kind of. Because um, it's like within a certain period of time in front of an audience, yes. et cetera. And so, you know, ultimately, like, we we want our bachelor to find somebody who he's compatible with, who he can date. And hopefully, I mean, if it, it works. only bachelors or there'll be some bachelorettes? This time we'll be bachelors. Yeah. Just because the so season started. So I can't started. do it. I'm, I'm well, just, you could be I'm a contestant. <laughs> do you want me to nominate you? No, please, I will. please don't. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to be on stage. Um, but there's a fun spin at the end. I mean, we would love if we found a relationship from each show. Um, but there's going to be something. So the guy, the bachelor, will basically pick who he wants to date at the end in his hometown, who he feels he's most compatible mm-hmm. with. Now, I'm not going to give anything else away at the end, yeah. but there's something that could happen at the end if that doesn't pan out. Um, but it's going to be, just like the show, there's going to be special, intimate moments. There's going to be awkward moments. There's When you say be some special, drama. intimate moments, all I can think of is the fantasy suite, and I really hope that's not on stage. Well, so <laughs> you'll have to come and find out. We're going to, you know, we're putting our own fun spin on it. So, oh my goodness. Um, like the main moments of each season you will see on our live stage. Sounds like it's going to become a triple X old school Times Square show. You know, I don't know. Well, here's the thing though. So the contestants and hopefully the lead will have their friends or family Mm. all in the audience supporting them. (laughs) Okay. And people will know ahead of time. I mean, we're going to have some people pulled from the audience. So they're going to just have to go with the flow the, for the the people who apply. Um, we're also going to have some who know ahead of time. And so, like, any friends and family that want to come and watch and support, like, this show's going to be super interactive. So we're going to call on the audience a lot throughout it to get their feedback and their input. Like, you know, it's so funny talking to my mom because she's, she's watched the show now. And, like, when she gets mad, she'll throw marshmallows at the screen. Oh, that's funny. And now it's, like, People can, well, please don't throw marshmallows at us. But now people will be be like in the audience yelling to us. Like we're going to, Ben and I are going to be with the audience, asking them questions, interacting with them. So they'll finally have a say on who potentially our bachelor could end up with. Oh my God. So it really is like a full on, you get to weigh in. Mini bachelor Mm -hmm. all in three hours or something, something like that. That's exciting. And then do you have other stuff that you are also working on right now that you can talk about or? Well, I will have an exciting announcement coming soon. I cannot okay. talk about that yet, but stay tuned. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I've been working on, I call it my baby, but I launched a loungewear line. Oh, because nice. Because I love to be comfortable. I literally live in my sweats. Me and too. so I was I like, I go home and change immediately. Yeah, I'm always in my sweats or my robe and slippers. And so I was like, why don't I just start this where it's a line that it's only for females right now? We're hoping to add men's or dog clothes soon. Um, <laughs> but just where it's affordable and cute and comfortable. And so... Isn't it called Be The Label? Be The Label. I think I've seen it on Demi's Instagram. Yes. And yeah, yours. Yeah. So just the letter Be The Label. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's been a very creative And that's the kind of thing you just don't get to do, right? Unless you're the bachelorette. Exactly. Well, Which, I mean... Maybe you could. I, I, don't, did, I don't want to sell you <laughs> short, but it's a, it's fast the fast track fast to having track. those opportunities. Yes, yeah. So I'm very lucky. Um, I mean, I never went to school for that. I went to school for communications and public relations. So this is totally a totally I was excited when you were on the show that you had a career. I was like, this is great because very frequently, I, I actually talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think working is important. I also really like working. I do too. And I'm just like, can't we have more people with real jobs? Like, yes. Well, let's get some careers going here. It's so funny. I think... Like after, when I was the lead, after my first night of meeting the guys and I got to know them and and what they did, I left that morning being like, I don't think I have anyone with a weird title. Like, you know how you always (laughs) have like, 
horse whisperer or like I think they had hipster at one point hipster they had like pantsopreneur which yeah was, which he actually like, had a career but they made it telling a good joke tickle monster like whatever yeah. all those things I'm like I don't I think what I really appreciated was like most of my guys had legit careers you that had they Waboom were, right no uh was that Rachel that was Rachel or Jojo I think it wasn't me I think it might have been Rachel then I don't think it was Jojo yeah but I don't I don't remember yeah Mr. Waboom I know let's just let's get some careers going that's yeah. just that's my main note that's why I'm excited about Peter is because he's mm-hmm. a pilot and he's like back at work back now. at work yes. finished filming back in the skies back in the saddle so um have I, you met him yes I've met him How, um, what's his vibe like He's great. So I met him and his parents, and oh my God, I absolutely his very sweet. I I mean, I loved his parents during his hometown week with Hannah, mm. and so I was so excited when I finally met them. But they're just they actually I feel like <laughs> I don't want to say like my people, but they're like they remind me of like my family and Garrett's family, mm. where they're still down to earth, like. They're just very supportive of him and love him, but, like, want him to still stay who he is and very grounded. Like, and one thing that I actually asked him is, like, he's not verified on Instagram. And I he know. Do- he doesn't want to be. It's funny. Which I appreciate so Me much. Me too. I'm like, this is great because that actually will hurt your ability to be an Instagram influencer. And great. Stick with your career. Yeah. If you so can't get those insights, it. it's harder to get those sponsorships, you know? Right. Exactly. So, so <laughs> he— um, You know, it's a thing on Reddit. People are just like, why can't Peter get verified? Yeah. But he doesn't want it. It's all up to him. I love it. Yeah. That is awesome. He seems like a really good dude. Him and Hannah have so much chemistry, though. It's really funny to me. I kind of am hoping— that he doesn't end up with anyone and it goes back to Hannah. <laughs> but Well, it's funny after meeting him now and his family, I feel like I'm going to be like the big sister and like mm-hmm. want to protect him. So I was joking with his mom and dad. I'm like, he better, like, and I have no idea. I don't read spoilers. So I don't know if he ended up with anyone or not. And I told Me him, neither. I was like, I, I don't, don't want to know. I told him, I was like, I want to watch everything play out. But I was like, if you do end up with somebody, she better be cool. And we better like her because, <laughs> yeah. So She better not be a bummer. It's also, yeah. um, Becoming the Bachelor with the four times in a windmill is also like pretty new. Like this is the first Bachelor who there's been like explicit sex talk about, which yeah. I'm also like really into. Like yeah. right, let's just we put go it all from out we there. go from the Virgin to four Mr. Four Times. Yeah, so you know the show has to switch it up though. I get I, it. I'm really excited. I'm no shots at Colton, who I'm sure is lovely. You could tell me, but um, I was not excited about his season, but I'm really excited about Peter. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Me too. I think it'll be much more entertaining and dramatic than people think. I've I've heard that. I also, yeah. I have heard it's good, but I, no spoilers. Mm-hmm. I told uh, him, I was like, I'm, I want to know who, like, I want, I don't want to know anything. I want to like watch each week and I'm like, I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to be so, because I'm always wrong. <laughs> I'm going to be like so dead set on someone and then like, it's going to be the switcheroo at the very end, but I, I want to just see how it plays out. Me too. I can't wait. Um, Becca, it was great to finally meet you. Thank you, you so much for being open and candid and yeah. uh, look forward to seeing you in the show. It's Thank in, you. in LA in February. Put it in my calendar. So yes, don't ho- miss it. Hopefully be there soon. Uh, thanks so much for listening and we'll be back soon. Thank you.